Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to today's Irish Tech News Podcast. I'm here with Liz Waters, who is the uh, head and CEO of uh, VCC. So Liz, tell us about your background. Okay, uh, I've been working in community education for the last 20 years. Community education is quite a different sector uh, uh, in the education systems. It's informal, it's adult learning, it's working with marginalised groups, it's uh, with people who have been failed by the formal educational system. And I've been working in Jobstown in West Talla. I was CEO of the or- an organisation there called Don Cason, which offers basic, further and higher education to students from that community who would really have faced huge barriers in their lives. Inequality, injustice, poverty. They would be uh, early school leavers, lone parents, uh, people facing those challenges that I mentioned that really prevent them from fulfilling their educational potential. We've been very successful there. Over 30 years, we've had maybe 15,000 students who have successfully completed education courses. Our experience there in offering higher education uh, thought us that it is really important to make the opportunity for higher education available uh, in communities right across Ireland. Uh, There are barriers of access, cost, confidence, uh, certainly not any barriers of ability because people have great ability. And four years ago, the board suggested that we should scale our social impact and ensure that we were offering similar opportunities to disadvantaged communities around the country. So I had to sit down and think, how can we do that? And it became clear very quickly that we are now into a new age and that technology could be the tool to allow us scale our programmes. So I started off on what was a great adventure. I was saying... I was looking at our students who are very successful when they come into Ancasson. Why? Because of the warmth, the welcome and the scaffolding we put around each student to ensure that they are successful. And how could I translate that in the virtual context? How could I bring that online? I realised that it's over 70%, I think, of students who go online courses fall off. Uh, And I did not want to create a model which would allow students fail again. So I needed to create uh, a sustainable, uh, successful and supportive model. And um, I think we've done that quite well with Virtual Community College. And how how do you get that to work? What sort of a model is it? It's a blended model in which we bring, we have, we work with partners around the country. There's about 150 community education organisations, small little organisations around the country, delivering community education to the sorts of students we work with in West Tower. So I realised that there was huge potential there to develop what we call hubs, yeah. so that in, say, 
Longford. We'll give you an example of how it works. If you take Longford, Longford Women's Link uh, have a computer room there where they have 12 or 15 computers and they can recruit students who want to take a higher education course, say, in community leadership. And so they recruit the students, they bring them into their centre, and they support them with the technology. And we meet them, we have one face-to-face induction at the start of a course, and then each week uh, students access stuff online, resources like videos, TED Talks, uh, films, uh, podcasts, that will, as well as obviously literature and articles, that prepare them for the class, the virtual class that we hold every week with them for two hours. So we're operating from the flipped classroom model, which is very successful in supporting students' deepen knowledge and absolutely uh, it, it allows us to, what we call, co-create knowledge together when we come to meet and discuss and engage in activities in the virtual classroom. Does that give you a picture of how we operate? It does, but a query, when you're talking about the rural country communities, what about broadband? Yes, uh, in some places that is an issue. And we are waiting for 2019 when it's going to be rolled out right across the country. But we also get support from Three Ireland that uh, if they can support us uh, around broadband and they've worked with some communities or some individuals to support access uh, uh, to the the right degree of broadband. It hasn't been too bad in that we have been able to work in Donegal, in uh, Longford, in Clare, in Mayo, on the islands in Mayo. So broadband is not great everywhere, but we take full advantage of where we can uh, uh, utilise good broadband. It does need to be reasonably good in order to to deliver the programmes. And once it's across Ireland at a good rate, then it will allow us access further and more students. I guess with a small class, you can keep in mind what they're doing and make sure that they can, they're doing the work properly. Uh, yes, um, uh, and encourage them. And we have an e-mentoring system uh, developed if they need a support around uh, study skills. We have tutorial support. But we really build peer support as a key uh, student support concept. For example, we suggest every group set up a closed Facebook account so that they can really share resources, share their concerns uh, uh, and really work with one another. How do you share the files? Would it be via Moodle or something like that? We, uh, for higher education, because we work with IT Carlo, we use Blackboard, Blackboard Learn and Blackboard Collaborate. But we also have developed our own mashup of a, a, a virtual platform, which is a combination of Office 365, Moodle and Adobe Connect for our virtual classroom. And that's a, a really lovely way to work. Talking about, like, if, for example, someone's giving them a, a video file, is it basically post online to stream, or do you kind of save it onto the computer? Uh, we, they can save it onto their computer, or they can watch it live on on screen. If I'm getting you right, yeah. I have to tell you now. Fundamentally, I'm an educationalist rather than a technologist, so I don't always have 
uh, an accurate understanding. Okay, that's fair enough. And uh, what kind of courses do you offer? Okay. Community education is really a social action model of education. It's about social change, challenging issues like inequality, injustice, poverty. So they are courses around community development, active citizenship, um, transformative community education, uh, social enterprise development, community sustainability. These are the programmes that we believe that communities are looking to support them in their own growth and development. So we have a focus on that type of social action uh, uh, education. And heard last weekend you had students uh, did a graduation ceremony. How many were that? that? We had uh, uh, th this term with 74 students graduated from a range of courses and we had a, a graduation ceremony in Ancasson, the mothership, uh, in West Talla, and 35 students were able to attend that graduation. They came from Donegal, Longford, Clare, Wexford, Limerick. It was a wonderful experience. And what are your plans for your programme next? We have about 200 students starting this term, and uh, we're also uh, working to have a degree in community education accredited and to have that ready to go next September online. We are working uh, with partners to develop partnerships all around the country to really ensure that there's real access. We would like to have about 60 community partners over the next two years. We have about 20 at the moment uh, around the country to support and facilitate the delivery of higher education and further education. And what about your success stories like Lynn Rowan, for example? Uh, yes, Lynn is a great success story um, uh, for West Talla. She joined one of our young uh, lone parents programmes initially and got all of the support to build her confidence. And you see where she is now today, Senator uh, Rouen. And I think she's a great example. We know what we have what we call the one generation solution. If you can bring a young lone parent like Lynn to degree level, they will earn 40% more than uh, uh, their colleagues who don't have degrees. And then the impact of that on their lives and on their children's lives is that utterly uh, huge process of change. They exit social welfare, they exit poverty. Their children will go on to third level education. Let me give you one statistic. In Dublin 6, 99% of students go on to third-level education. In places like uh, West Talla, it can be as low as 15%. Only 1% of students, of, of uh, residents in Moy Ross have a degree. So you can imagine the intergenerational impact of educational disadvantage. Bring somebody to degree level and that changes their whole life. And I guess with Lynn right now, what she's done is, is, is a role model. You can bring back to the student and tell them, here's somebody who can show you what, what I've done. If I can do it, so can you. Absolutely. And she is an ambassador for community education and its impact. And all of our students, those 74 graduates, are ambassadors going back to their communities, able to say, I have achieved third level, so can you. And we really use that, uh, uh, we really encourage them 
to be ambassadors for VCC. And if people go on our website, they'll be able to see some of those students uh, speaking shortly because we've just put up, we're just about to put up a little video with their voice because the learner voice is really the most important. And what's your website address again? Ancasan, A N C O S A N V C C dot com. All right, thanks for listening to this. Thanks for listening to Walters for bringing today's podcast, and uh, hopefully you enjoyed this. And listen again soon to our other podcasts, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Mm-hmm.